Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Speaking of another level, Tom Brady has certainly taken it to another level. The Giants on the short end of the stick last night. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. In case you missed the end, let me give you the old cliff notes. Giants going in, game-tying score. Perhaps they need eight touchdown, two-point conversion. They get the touchdown. They go for two. Daniel Jones goes to the end zone looking for Deion Lewis, who is Tom Brady's old teammate. You can hear Jay already upset here in the studio as the hardcore Giants fan. They threw a flag on Antoine Winfield Jr. for pass interference, and lo and behold, they picked it up. You don't throw a flag to pick the flag up. Mel Kiper has has me really hot on this. You, You throw a PI flag because it was pass interference. That's it. Make the call. Two-point conversion. Let's go into overtime. Yep. I'm done. I'm sorry. No problem. Kuiper joined us earlier this morning and essentially said it should have been a P.I. Instead, it was picked up, and the Bucks pick up their sixth win of the season. Short week, Antonio Brown back. They got the New Orleans Saints on Sunday night football. Meanwhile, Key, the Pats got a lot mm-hmm. of problems. The trade deadline today, 4 p.m. Eastern. There's a lot of talk about some bull-faced names, including some guys on the Pats that could be on the move. The Bucks are 6-2 and two with Brady. The Pats are 2-5. and five. With Belichick, he is an excuse-free guy, for sure. But he did weigh in with his weekly radio interview on WEEI, Sports Talk Radio in Boston, and essentially said there's a clear reason for Cam struggling, and it's not on Cam. Put it on me. I mean, look, we paid Cam million, uh, Cam Newton a million dollars. I mean, it's obvious we didn't have any money. It's nobody's fault. It's, I mean, that's what we did the last five years. We sold out and won three Super Bowls, played in the fourth, and played in an AFC Championship game. This year we had... Less to work with. It's not an excuse. It's just a fact. Less to work with because of the salary cap situation he and his executive, Nick Casario, have come up with. But I did like the term. It made me, you know, like, we sold out to win three Super Bowls. This makes sense, so, right? That's what you want as a fan, right? Three Super Bowls. A fourth appearance. Four appearances in an AFC championship game. Yep, the one they lost against Peyton Manning. Okay. Yep. Five years. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So in five years, would you take... Two Super Bowls, no championship appearance, no other Super Bowl, and no other Super Bowl loss. Would you take just two Super Bowl wins in five years? I'd take to, one and miss in the playoffs for four years. To be in this situation that they're in now? So what the hell is people talking about? Like the man well, just said that they're in the situation because they sold out for those five years, which clearly they did. That whether it's giving Stephon Gilmore money, whether it's redoing Hightower, whether it's Sony Michelle, whatever it is, Tom Brady, whatever it is, they got what they wanted to get. All organizations that are winning organizations win big for a period of time. And then they take a dip in a timeout, and then they come back with a rebirth and try to win again. All great organizations do that. I don't care if you are the Yankees. The Lakers, the Celtics, they all, it's just, that's what happens. And in this case, clearly they have some salary cap issues, so they couldn't sign, they can't go out there and acquire top-notch talent because they don't have the necessary funds from a salary cap standpoint that they'll act to do. But what I've always said, Jay Will, 
is that you can manipulate the salary cap if you choose to do so. If you choose to restructure, move things around, you can do it. All teams do it. The Rams have been doing it forever. And they continue to keep signing their players, signing their players, giving money, giving money. But that's their decision on how they want to handle their money versus the Patriots' decision. This is a classic case of rubbernecking for fans, right? Like that, In the media. It's the first time you're seeing this Patriots team somewhat struggle. Key, you and I have both been a lot. You, you were in L.A. You're in traffic all the time. <laughs> you ever have these things where you sit in traffic and you're sitting there and you're like, man, what is going on? And then you finally get up to the accident and you stare at the accident. You're like, why am I doing the same thing everybody else is doing? Like, and that's why I love our show. We're not doing the same thing everybody else is doing. We're not rubbernecking at it because it's a version of them just rebuilding. This is a team that they are where they are. But like you said. I like re- to look at traffic from the other side, though. Huh. When you're going against the traffic, then the accident is on the other but side. Every, but every <laughs> once in a while, you get stuck in traffic as you're your, team, your franchise rebuilding. Sure. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like you said, you're getting, you got a big return on what you originally invested in. It, it Look, man. Five trips to an AFC championship game, then four trips to a Super Bowl, and three Super Bowl wins. Who's complaining? And he's only talking about the last five years. They've been in the AFC championship game a lot way more than five years. A lot. I mean, I don't even remember the last time they missed the playoffs other than the 11-5 and five season that, you know, the Matt Castle season where they missed it, but they still won 11-5. and five. I just think that this is an opportunity, though, because you, whenever – okay – Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are disliked by a lot of people in a lot of different parts of the country, even overseas, I'm sure. And, and because when you win so much exactly. in how you win, in the attitude that you take, people don't like that. Like Some people don't like my attitude because they like, ah, this guy's too brash, he's this, he's that. Well, huh. hand to the face. <laughs> and, and when you think about it, I'm just me. Bill's just Bill. The Patriots are just the Patriots. Whether they cheated, they didn't cheat, whatever you want to call it, they won those Super Bowls and they got the trophies in their office. That's all that matters. That's all that matters is the bottom line for them. You know what the most interesting part is? And this is happening, I'm sure, everywhere in the country but Buffalo, on every talk radio news, news in general. Everybody's talking about the Pats. Everybody's talking about Cam Newton. Everybody's talking about Bill Belichick not having enough money to pay. And nobody's talking about the Buffalo Bills are on their way to win the AFC East probably for the first time in who knows how long. Hey, hey, Buffalo. Hey, hey, Buffalo. Nobody's giving Josh Rosen love. Nobody's talking about the Bills at all because we're so enamored. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, excuse me. Wrong Josh. Yeah, wrong Josh. A lot of Josh's. Because we're so enamored by what the Pats have created as it relates to their dynasty. I, 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 look, I'm okay with it. I get it. I understand it. They don't have players. They don't have the money. Eight of their players that they thought they were coming into the season with when they left the season last year had to opt out because of the COVID situation. Big names like Hightower. Big names, Hightower, all of the players. So when you look at it, it's like, okay, I get it, I understand it. But this is a perfect opportunity to pounce on the New England Patriots as Tom Brady continues to soar with magical victories and riding off and yelling at his teammates and people like, see, that's the Tom that New England needs. They don't really understand that Tom was smart enough to realize yeah, I don't want to play with those guys next year because I would be 2-5 and five too. It's only so much he can fix. And what they have right now, as great as Tom Brady is, I could take Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers and roll them all up in one with a little Cam Newton sprinkled on top and stick them in New England with what they got right now, and they'll still be 2-5 and because they don't have anything. 
Fair enough. It's the old example of getting out one year too early versus one year too late. The NFL trade down deadline again, 4 p.m. That would Eastern be deadline. Time. Deadline to get <laughs> 4 p.m. Eastern time today. The Pats could be sellers for the first time in a while. We'll continue to monitor the situation. All right, I'm going to take a break so I don't mangle any more words of the English language, and let's go to the NBA. <laughs> And those the words of the NBA's best insider, Woj, who essentially broke the news that Daryl Morey, after a brilliant 13-year run in Houston, would be taking over basketball operations in Philadelphia. The news started to creep out last week, became official earlier this week. They also signed GM Elton Brand, the former great NBA player, Duke star, to an extension as well. And on that note, let's talk a little NBA. We welcome in Michael Rubin. Michael is the executive chairman of Fanatics. You may have ordered some stuff from there if you're a sports fan over the years. He's also a partner with the 76ers. Michael, good morning. A lot to get into with the Dodgers and the Lakers. Keys, Dodgers, and Lakers breaking records for championship gear sales following their respective championships. I want to ask you about what you're doing with social justice reform, but we have to start with the news first from the organization that you are a partner with, the Sixers, how did Daryl Morey end up as the president of basketball operations? Sure. Good morning, guys. Good to be with you. So, look, after the end of uh, this past season, I think it's fair to say we were all disappointed with where we were. I think you've got to turn negatives into positives. And I think, um, led by Josh Harris, we had a major mission to figure out how do we upgrade all aspects of uh, the basketball organization. It started first with Doc Rivers, Got an incredible coach, one that Philadelphia fans are really fortunate to have. And then when Daryl became available, if you kind of cut through it, he's the same guy we tried to get two and a half years ago and weren't able to get him. And literally within hours of him becoming available, Josh Harris reached out and said, you know, I want to figure out how we can get him to be our president of basketball. And we moved incredibly quick. We did it with Doc. He was higher within days of him becoming available. And the same thing with Daryl. Daryl became available immediately. Um, Josh acted. We figured out how to get him in to become our president of basketball. And I'll tell you, all in all, when you look at the upgrade the Philadelphia Sixers have made from the end of last season, which was disappointing to where we are now, I couldn't be more excited as a partner. And certainly as a Philadelphian, our fans are so excited about where the team's headed. Michael Rubin joins us on the Shell Pinzo performance line. Mike, you obviously have Daryl Morey, you have Elton Brand, you have new coach Doc Rivers. How do you envision the dynamic between all these guys working? Yeah, I think one of the things, I think these guys are an incredible uh, partnership. When you look at Doc and you look at Daryl, I mean, these guys in a lot of ways are opposites. So I think they're going to work incredibly well together. I think it's really exciting. Uh, in addition, you know, Elton's, you know, such a great guy, selfless. As soon as he saw Dow became available, he said, we need to go out and get this guy. This is how we can win championships. So these are three guys who just want to win championships and bring Philadelphia chips. And so everyone's incredibly focused, working so well together already, and so passionate about what we could do for the city of Philadelphia. Michael, the, the league and Adam Silver are somewhat concerned about the pre-Christmas start for the 2020-2021 season. Uh, where do you stand on how the NBA should start the season this year? Yeah, look, the way I look at it is we have an incredible commissioner, Adam Silver, and you, I think Adam, together with the players, are going to sort that out. Certainly, um, there's a lot of pressures coming from all different areas, but they're going to get that sorted out, and they always work well together to get to the right outcome. I know we're going to do something that's in the best interest of the players and something that works for everyone. Uh, when you look at the, the situation, we mentioned it at the start, the, you're the executive uh, chairman of Fanatics, 
Why have fans been so eager to purchase championship games uh, gear from the Dodgers and the Lakers? Yeah, these have been two incredible hot markets. The Lakers were actually beat our previous NBA record by more than 2x. So it's two times bigger than any hot market in the history of, of Fanatics. And that shows just how uh, great NBA fandom is and, and certainly Laker fans as well. And the Dodgers become our second biggest hot market in the history of, company, in, in the history of the company. I think it starts with e-commerce is doing incredibly well, and that's about 80% of our business. Certainly with the pandemic, you've seen a big step function up in e-commerce sales, and uh, certainly Fanatics is benefiting, again, with that being 80% of our business. But these are, you know, sports are doing great. I think fans are so excited about supporting their teams. I think during the pandemic, there's been, you know, people just want to be excited about certain things. And we've seen that both with the Lakers and the Dodgers. And Mark, you and I talk about this all the time. So it's like, I'm curious to get your perspective on this. A lot of fans are saying, well, NBA ratings are down. Uh, what do your metrics show? You guys have a little bit more of insight in that category. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of like when you look at a brick and mortar retailer, and if you say we're only going to measure the sales of the stores and not look at e-commerce, that's the same way we just look at television ratings. When I think about ratings, I look at what's overall fandom. And certainly social media is so much more important today than it was just a few years ago. So I think when you look at the NBA, fandom is incredibly up. I just looked this morning, year to date, NBA sales are up 63%. And that's really very indicative of where NBA fans stand. And I think if you look at media consumption, the issue is television media is a smaller percent of total media consumption than it's ever been. Social media is more important than it's ever been. So I think NBA fans are more passionate than they've ever been about the sport. I think you're just seeing more consumption in other forms of media and less in traditional television. Michael, with fans not able to spend money going into stadiums, how much have sales increased for you guys during this pandemic? Yeah, look, e-commerce sales, which, you know, again, is, is, is about 80% of our business, have been really strong. We're up nearly 30% year to date. Now, we also have a wholesale business that supplies um, the brick-and-mortar retailers, and that business has been, you know, terrible. It's down about 50%. But e-commerce is really strong. I'll tell you the most interesting thing. When sports were paused in March, I thought that fans would say, hey, until sports come back, they're not going to support their teams. It was exactly the opposite. There was incredible support. Fans want to go online. They want to buy the, 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 the merchandise, the teams they care deeply about. And really, business was terrific during the entire uh, pandemic, even when there's no sports for five months. Michael, uh, before we let you go, I want to ask you, you know, you work with Meek Mill and Jay-Z to form a reform alliance recently and had a huge, huge social uh Reform to tell us about the impact the Reform Alliance had in getting the bill signed in my state of California. Yeah, well, it, it was a really big win for uh, for for people in California and and for the Reform Alliance. You know, we've got a goal of getting at least a million people out of the criminal justice system while keeping communities safe. And what a lot of people don't understand is America has five times the rate of incarceration of the rest of the world, and um, wow. in California. Um, Gavin Newsom, the governor, just signed into law just a few weeks ago a bill that put a limit on how long you'd be on probation, up to uh, no more than a year for a misdemeanor, no more than two years uh, for a felony. And that was an incredible step forward, and I think really transformative, one that's going to help hundreds of thousands of people directly, millions of people and their families indirectly. So really proud of what, what's happened in California and a big step forward. And we need to do the same thing in every state in the country. We started the Reform Alliance, you know, inspired by what happened to my good friend, Meek Bill, when he went to prison four different times for not committing a crime. 
And we use that to, again, turn a negative into a positive, exactly what just happened with the Sixers the offseason. And, um, you know, we have a goal, again, of getting at least a million people out of the system, of the 6.7 million people that are in the system today, we'll keep the community safe. And I think it was a big step forward and one that we look to replicate. Love what you're doing, Mike. I know you even partner with Clara side, Joe side with the Brooklyn Nets, Jay-Z, all those guys and what you're doing. Uh, the last question I have for you, when, when are you going to invite Key and I up to the showroom? We need some gear. Can we get some gear, please? Listen, I want you guys hanging with me all the time. I miss you. You don't call me. You don't write as much anymore. So I'd love to have you guys in, and uh, it'd be fun to do it. So you got to get over and uh, do a little bit of social distancing hanging out. All right, Mike. Thanks, brother. Thanks yeah. a lot, man, for joining us. Social thanks, distance guys. and social reform. That is Michael Rubin. Thank you. We should mention Bob Kraft, the owner of The Pats, has been involved in a lot of the social justice reform with Meek Mill Him and Mike well. Rubin are really good friends, too. Yeah. Go back so it's and great forth. to see it's a younger guy great. like exactly. Mike and an elder statesman like Bob come together on something like that. No doubt about it. Great to have him on the program this morning. And good to see, even without sports, the interest from sports fans was really super high. Let's go from A to Z. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we'll begin A to Z this morning with a little bit of what we talked about with Michael Rubin. That is the newest addition to his organization. That would be Daryl Morey, now the president of basketball operations for the Sixers. You heard, I mean, Michael Rubin just a second ago say, we are so much better right now than we were the second we ended our season. And he essentially put that all on the acquisition of Daryl Morey, the great GM that has brought analytics to the forefront and was with the Rockets for 13 years. Here is Morey upon the announcement of of his new job on what lies ahead. 
my goal is to win a championship. So whatever gets us there is, is what we'll do. But I would say to have two star plus players in 24 and 26 years old, that is why I couldn't get Doc Rivers to come interview in Houston because he saw this roster and he, he said it's amazing. Simmons and Embiid, right, Jay? I mean, yes. And think about this. This is a perfect marriage. You have Doc Rivers, who's very good at the eye test, feeling the game, letting the game breathe. And then you have Daryl Morey, the marriage to analytics that can surround Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, with the right shooting perspective, the right pieces, assets, in order to help this team win a world championship. Fair enough. They both needed fresh starts too, right? Doc and Daryl Morey. They had had a good level of success with their previous organizations, but not able to get over the top. NFL week number nine starts in just a couple days. It'll be a rematch of the NFC Championship game, the Packers and the 49ers. The 49ers will not have Jimmy Garoppolo. He's out six weeks. They won't have George Kittle, the great tight end. He's out eight weeks. Tevin Coleman is banged up. It's been a walking mash the entire year for the San Francisco 49ers. Our Dan Graziano joined us, ESPN NFL insider, earlier this morning on the show. Keeping in mind, they have no money moving forward after next year with Jimmy G. Could that potentially impact his future by the Bay? I think they'll look elsewhere and decide. See, the way the 49ers set up their contracts, and Jimmy G is no exception, you know, they, they, it's rolling year-to-year guarantees, and they don't even really have a trigger that kicks in the next year's guarantee until April 1st. And that's intentional because that's a couple of weeks after the start of free agency. So a team like the 49ers can look at its other options and assess, can we get a guy in free agency or via trade, or how is the draft looking for us before they decide. So he has a monster deal, but there's really nothing to deal with after the season. They can get off scot-free from this key. You had suggested Matt Ryan, who has a relationship with Kyle Shanahan from their days in Atlanta, is a possibility. Look, I think the day's a number for Jimmy G in San Francisco. I don't know that. No one told me that. I could just smell it, though. I I could see it. And and the more you miss games, you really haven't done anything to make them want to bring you back. Um, It's, it's, you know, there's there's a Super Bowl appearance. But as I think about it, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers moved on from a Super Bowl appearing quarterback that was once my quarterback in mm-hmm. Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. They moved on from him. Yeah. Trent Dilfer won the Super Bowl in Baltimore. They moved on from him. Joe won four in San Francisco. They moved, they moved on, on from, from him. So what would make you think when a guy potentially could be available, maybe it takes some conversations and some trade bait and some picks or whatnot to get a guy like Matt Ryan to go along with that dominant defense, you have some familiarity. Matt Ryan, and, and I bring up Matt Ryan because he's his some of his best work was under Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons when they were together. And you certainly, in this league, familiarity means a lot. Just look at Phillip Rivers, who's now in Indy with Frank Reich, who was his quarterback coach with the San Diego Chargers. This always happens. There's coaches that you've been with that go on to other places, and when you become available, they certainly want you because they remember the great time together. So he's due $26.9 million in 2021. Who is he? Jimmy G. Oh, but it's not guaranteed money, I, I, though, right? So I'm, I'm asking you, do you, just, do you cut them after the season? If, there, if There's going to be small – I think there will be some small cap hit very small, though, right? It accelerates whatever the signing bonus was so they could absorb that hit. Then what you do, if, I, if I'm John Lynch and I'm Kyle Shanahan, I want to figure out what I can get out of Matt Ryan. Can, can Matt Ryan, who makes, I don't know, $35 million, can he take a small pay cut to some degree? Could I work a deal out with, with Rich McKay 
and the Atlanta Falcons, here, here's a third-round pick, and here's a fifth-round pick, and I'm going to take that off your hands because you're rebooting. He doesn't want to be there. Bring him to us in Atlanta. I mean, can we work that out? Here's the numbers. They wouldn't have to owe him anything in his bank account, but no. the dead money, yes. which is the definition for the money they'd have to accrue on their salary cap, even if he wasn't there, would be $2.8 million after this season. And in 2022, it actually works itself down to $1.4 million. Yeah, that's that's two, a pittance yeah, in the two, NFL. $2 million, that's, uh, that's nothing. Right. They'll, they'll so, sweep that under the rug and keep it moving. I'm so happy I play basketball. Guaranteed money. <laughs> I mean, you see $26 million. Yes, that's all mine, and it's all coming my way. Well, his money was guaranteed. He got it for the first three years. It was a, essentially a three-year deal three of guaranteed deal. money. It wasn't a six-year deal, even though the funny money is on the back end. See, I think that's where a lot of people kind of get the mistake of the NBA guarantee versus the NFL guarantee. See, it's just that the years yeah. are not as long as the NBA. But see, when I see one number – you in, in football, you have to parse it down, break it down to oh, well, four years, sixty million guaranteed out of the hundred million. So the back end is a lot of fluff. In basketball, when I see a hundred million, it's a hundred million. Right, that's it. Yeah, but like it's but, mine. But you can do the Kirk Cousins deal if you choose to do so, which is one hundred percent guaranteed, three yeah. years fully guaranteed. Or you can go three years, add another two to make it sound good, so I can put it on social media. It's mm. right. you know, it's all semantics on how you want to make it. Sound at the end. To Key's point, Patrick Mahomes signed a $504 million contract. That is not guaranteed money. Not even half of that is guaranteed money. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. We invite you to be our guest next. You can call us up on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. We got a question for you. Simply put, Fields or Lawrence? Who are you taking number one overall? Key's weighed in. Jay is weighed in. Mel Kuyper Jr. is weighed in. It's time for you to weigh in. 888-ESPN-KEY-JNZ on Twitter. Your voice next on the number one overall pick to come. That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM, <laughs> Channel 80. Hey, it's Greeny Tampa. Tom, the Buccaneers improved to 6-2 and two with a Monday night win over the Giants. We'll talk about that and which teams desperately need to make trades before the deadline. Greeny, starting noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and beginning Monday on ESPN+. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All of that is fair. All of that is fair. Fields or Lawrence, 2021 NFL Draft, April in Cleveland. The Clemson superstar out this week and the Ohio State superstar. Tongue planted firmly in cheek. He's trying to filibuster on Election Day, man. Got to pick one. Can't filibuster on Election no, Day. <laughs> Kuyper said the same thing. It's just, it's, it, look, man, it's so early right now. 
Like, you got to really watch the film and break it down and look at it and see if he makes all the – they make all the throws. Just this snap, crackle, pop, snap, boom. Oh, he's the number one guy. He's really smart. He's a family guy. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. Can you help me win on Sundays? I need to talk to you. I need to be able to look you in your eyes. I need to be able to feel your pulse, check your heart. I need to be able to do all of those sort of things because the way you respond and react at Clemson – is different than the way you might respond and react in the National Football League. That's just, we've seen quarterbacks, man, be drafted high and can't miss prospects and all. We've seen it every position. All I'm saying is you got to take a wait-and-see approach. It's still early. Mel Kuyper was on with us a little while ago, and he mentioned it's not far apart. Trevor Lawrence and Fields are next to each other. But for whatever reason, people want to push Trevor Lawrence so far ahead when that's not factually the truth. We but then in the same breath, Mel Kuyper did say Trevor Lawrence would be number one, Justin Fields would be number two. Right, kind yeah. of a 1A, 1B. He did say that. He said he could be 1A, 1B. That's what he said. Yep. He also said one and two. Or one and two or whatever. Subject I'm just to change. Saying, right. I'm just saying. So it's – and I go back to this counter argument, Zubin, is that most of the year, like, you know – the same reason that Key talked about Tom Brady and the Bucks getting pushed up on his pedestal because of the narrative that fits and the media wants to see that happen in Tampa Bay, knowing that the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay is almost the same kind of narrative that could be applicable for Trevor Lawrence considering we've seen him in multiple national championship games, even though he hasn't played the big sexy games, as Key would say. So he wins. He wins, and it's a still a small sample size of what we've seen from Justin Fields considering he's only had 15 starts in Ohio State jersey. Right, that's right. Over the course of about one and a half years, actually a little less than one and a half, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. So Key has weighed in, Jay's weighed in, uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. has weighed in, and so did Greg McElroy, former national championship winning quarterback. He weighed in on his opinion on Indeed, if indeed it comes down to it for a number one pick for Lawrence or fields, he says this one is easy. Uh, but yeah, not really though. To me, like if I'm the Jets or the Giants or the Miami Dolphins, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence if I have the first overall pick. Miami Dolphins obviously owning Houston's pick. So is it likely they have it? I don't know. But I do know that Trevor Lawrence anticipates throws. Justin Fields still a little decisive. Like there's things that I need to see from Justin Fields That's in the fair. next six games. Granny only has six more games that I have already seen Trevor Lawrence check that box. Fields hasn't checked that box yet. Doesn't mean he won't, just means he hasn't. So I need to see a lot more from Justin Fields to close that gap than I do from Trevor Lawrence to keep him at number one. And to Jay's point, it could be sample size. Uh, Lawrence has played over 30 games and Fields is right at there at 15. On the uh, Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, it's overwhelmingly in agreement with McElroy. 78% of you are saying Lawrence over Fields without a doubt, including Gage Tucker 71. Trevor Lawrence is a franchise QB, has good arm strength and accuracy. He's a winner and a great leader. I'm not taking Fields based on the track record of Ohio State quarterbacks not panning out in the NFL. Key, that's something we've heard more than once, but I don't think that's a valid argument. What, what, uh, what Clemson quarterbacks have panned out in the NFL? Deshaun. What, again, One. what Clemson quarterbacks have panned out in the NFL? Right, but I, I, I still think that doesn't even make any sense that you're talking about a history of quarterbacks at a university when Clemson's only had one that's panned out, and that's Deshaun. Totally that's with it. you. Totally with you. Like, stop. 
How about Tribe Fan 74? JL, get your thoughts on this. While I think Lawrence is the more pure passer, I like Fields as he is mobile and can also throw a decent ball. I also think it's 1A, 1B, essentially what Mel said. Just saying, look at quarterbacks these days, right? Like, you know, you have to be able to get out of the pocket, you know, really create yardage with your feet, too. So, I mean, that, that is an advantage. That, considering his athletic ability, you know, Tre- Trevor Lawrence can move around a little bit. He can he can escape, and I would be comfortable with Trevor Lawrence moving around and, and being a quarterback that didn't have an offensive line that can protect him and feel comfortable that he can still get out of the way. Yeah, but you agree Justin Fields higher in that category, would you not? Not necessarily, no, because Trevor Lawrence can move around. Still need to see more tape. Oh, I need to see more tape of both of them. I need to see more tape of both of them. That's just me, Diego. <laughs> is in Queens on ESPN Radio this morning. One of the reasons that we're asking this question is because teams like the Jets, the Giants, the Falcons, the Vikings might have a lot of opinions to make here. Fellas, say that one more time. Oh, Diego is no longer with us. We'll go to Darren. Diego got tied on noise. (laughs) We'll go to Darren in Dallas. He's on ESPN Radio. Interesting scenario here. You're mixing a third quarterback in here. Go ahead, Darren. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Election Day. Same Happy Election Day, man. My scenario to you is I'm uh, going with Lawrence at number one, but what if the Cowboys do not win another game, which conceivably could happen, and at two they pick Justin Fields and let Dak walk and save the $37.8 million uh, franchise tag for next year? What about that? I mean, you could do that, but would you do that? Would you want to start with a a team that – I mean, it just depends on what you're doing with your team, I guess, because the offensive line is decimated. They're not very good. The secondary's not. I mean, it's a lot of holes that you have if you're the Cowboys. And if you get a top pick, depending on where um, the rehab is at for Dak Prescott and what the doctors are telling you, depends on what you do with your pick as far as I'm concerned. I would certainly look to try and build my team around a high draft pick whether it's trading it and and accumulating picks or finding the best available at that time that could help me. I would 100% do that. I would do that. If, if, if I find myself in a situation in a couple of months where I'm not, I'm unsure about where Dak Prescott is in the rehab progress and that it's not panning out and not knowing the probability of him coming back being the way he was before, you have to look at that as a feasible option. I mean, injury is part of the game, but Mel Kuyper did say he knows for a fact that both Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields will go one and two in some kind of order. If you get a top two pick, you're going to be placed in that conundrum. Well, not if you got Dad Prescott, who could potentially be healthy. That's why you lean on your medical staff to make the decisions. That's why you yeah. pay them the well, money. Well, that's what I said, if he's not coming you, back. To help you determine when April rolls around if he's going to be available to throw the football in the summer. Yeah. Two big things we should mention. Trevor Lawrence was always a Clemson commit. He's been there for Justin Fields. It's been a bit of a different route. He initially committed to Penn State, then went to Georgia, then transferred to Ohio State. But at the end of the day, they'll both be in the same place as franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. So, therefore, he should be a seventh-round pick (laughs) because he decided to start off at Penn State, then go to Georgia and be beat out by Jake Fromm. Like Mike Tannenbaum said, you have to question why Jake Fromm beat him out. What? And I, and I can't wait to talk to Mr. T about that. You don't question why Jake Fromm beat him out. That was obviously a coach's decision. Coaches make crazy decisions all the time. Justin Fields clearly has shown that he can play at a big-time school at a big-time level. Tom Brady and your guy Drew Henson, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, they made the choice to go to Henson. Hang on a second. Tom Brady. 
Yeah, now, you know, the rest is history. Right. Really good friends still, but the rest is history. (laughs) Yes, no question about it. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, committed to Penn State, backed out, played at Georgia, transferred to Ohio State. The big news in the morning. Fifth round pick. (laughs) <laughs> the big news in the morning, actually Fromm, I believe, was the fifth round pick. If you want to throw it back at me. The big news of the morning is that the Pats are looking for a first round pick for Stefan Gilmore, the reigning defensive player of the year, one of the most trusted players in all of Belichick's years. That according to our insider, Diana Russini. Big news from Dell Technologies. Black Friday is here, almost here, I guess I should say, with deals up to 50% off small business computers with Intel Core processors. To give your business an edge, call 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash SB. Black Friday coming the day after Thanksgiving. You get the final word again. We are hot this morning on Lawrence versus Fields. 888-ESPN, Key J, and Z. We could do this every single day until the draft next April. That's after Jay has this. Shell knows that from the time you get up in the morning to when you wrap up at night, there's a lot of hurry-ups, meet-ups, and eat-ups. That doesn't leave a lot of time for sports. So make time to catch up on all the layups, tee-ups, and batter-ups by going to Shell and getting three things done at once. First, fill up with the Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's their most advanced fuel ever, and it'll help keep your engine running like new with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. Then, save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. To join, just download the app or go go to fuelrewards.com. You'll be able to start saving today. And finally, snack up in their stores with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. You can pay less for gas just by buying the snacks and essentials you need. How great is that? So go to Shell and make the most of the stop you need to make. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at fuelrewards.com. Pro Football Hall of Famer, the great Ed Reed is joining us. This is Jay Will from Duke, right? Yeah, what's up, Ed? I commend you, man, big time, just on the words and encouragement. You inspire a lot of people. I just wanted to commend you on what you've been doing, man. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Subin, the podcast. Before we let you go, as Key said, man, we're not going to let this issue go because this is one of the hottest issues that ties together the college football and the NFL, which I could argue in this country are the two most popular sports. Hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's the question? Simple. Who would you draft number one overall? Ohio State's Justin Fields or Clemson's Trevor Lawrence, the latter who we won't see Saturday night when Clemson plays the biggest ACC regular season game in years when they are at Notre Dame under the lights Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern. Again, if you can't get to the phone lines, Key, J, and Z. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll go right to the phones. Donald in Nashville, you're on ESPN Radio. Who are you picking? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? What's up, hey. Don? Hey. hey, what's up, buddy? Right. Hey, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going with Fields, man. When you look at Mahomes, what he doing with Kansas City, the mobility he has, I think the quarterback uh, future is more like that. And also, I, I like people quit talking about this Heisman from the guy from Alabama. How, how this guy from Alabama going to jump over these two guys for the Heisman? I, I just don't get this. We'll talk about it. He's referring to Mac Jones, Mac Jones. who is now the betting favorite. Well, I, I think you probably got to look at the statistics first of all, right? The numbers, they're winning. He's putting up record-breaking numbers. Although, 
I would think that those numbers will tail off a little bit after Waddle got hurt. He's missing his top receiver, although he has some other receivers that they could just kind of plug in, play. Steve Sarkeesian doing an amazing job calling plays out there. So that's one of the reasons. And Trevor Lawrence is missing time, and Justin Fields has yet to really play a number of games and it's later in the season that they'll be voting anyway, Jay. There you go. I mean, we found out a lot about Justin Fields in this game against Penn State. I mean, really lived up to expectations. I mean, next up, they play Rutgers. Sorry, Zubin. Uh, I mean, they don't really play a big-time opponent I mean, until maybe they get to, I mean, Indiana, which Indiana's had one hell of a year. They're ranked the shout, biggest, out to, shout out to my father and mother Rutgers could be the biggest upset in the history of college football. <laughs> to Jay's point, though, Indiana is ranked, and they're playing Michigan this week, and there's a ton of people that think they're going to be able to take care of Michigan this week, believe it or yeah, not. Michigan, it's been a long time. Michigan is a whole other story. Ryan in bye Dallas, bye. what's your story, Fields or Lawrence? Good Ryan. morning, Ryan. Ryan. Be with hey, us, what Ryan. up, guys? How you doing? Hey, what's, what's up, Ryan? What's, what's up, happening, brother? man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I just want to let you guys know that I don't think the decision comes down to mobility. They're both super mobile. Uh, Lawrence had that 60-yard touchdown run last year. Yeah. I think Fields is just a better decision maker. when it, And that's the most important thing when you think about it. Hmm. I mean, I, I think they both make great decisions. There's no question about it. I think when you look at Tre- – okay, first of all, Trevor Lawrence has been in your living room and in your face since his freshman year. For like three years now. Yeah, so it's kind of like – Trevor Lawrence fatigue. You're just like, okay, he's the number one pick because they've been saying it since day one, that he's the number one overall pick. He's the number one overall pick. And much like you mentioned, Penn State, Georgia, although he didn't play at Penn State, he committed to Penn State. Right. He goes to Georgia. He gets, he gets beat out, so to speak, by Jake Fromm, one of your you know, men crush. And then <laughs> you move him from there. He leaves in some weird situations and circumstances from Georgia Checks in Ohio State. Therefore, he runs Tate Martell and a bunch of other quarterbacks out of Ohio State. He then takes them to the Final Four last year. Mm-hmm. The throw at the end of the game, slightly thrown behind the receiver. Eh, they lose. Trevor Lawrence goes on, plays LSU in a championship. Classic beatdown, LSU. <laughs> yeah. it, and so it people down. looking at his freshman year, his sophomore year, fatigue of Trevor Lawrence. So automatically assuming he's the number one overall pick. I can go through many drafts. And there's always a guy at the beginning of the season that is the favorite. And by the time they get to draft time, somebody else emerges and somebody else takes over, no matter what the position is. It happens every single year. Zubin, do you know when the ACC championship game would be? Yeah, it would be December the, 18th. Yeah, right? the 19th they're 19th, planning to play yeah. all those games. The day before the playoff comes out with his four teams. Okay, so we probably, we probably won't see – Trevor Lawrence in a major caliber game until the ACC championship. If you even consider that if to you, be a big game. If, Notre Dame, if, if Notre Dame actually gets to the challenge. So yeah. we may actually not see Trevor Lawrence perform against a big-time team until we get to the college football playoffs. I mean, you could say this is the biggest ACC game in five years. Clemson has not been challenged in the regular season. Yes, Syracuse nipped them, Pittsburgh nipped them, but in large part, it's yeah. always a 30-35 point spread against conference opponents. I mean, that tells you something. No, but, but even so, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at how he's delivering the football, what type of player he is. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, but I'm Kay, you know at, what the I'm caveat those, those is. You know what the caveat I mean, it, it's the same way. Uh, Paul, I heard Paul Feinbaum say this. He's like, you know, you're you're playing against a bunch of me's and you's. No, you know? that's like, true. But I'm talking about his ability, him individually, his ability. I'm just looking at all of those sort of things. I know. That's what I'm paying attention to. Whether it's playing against Alabama every single game or playing against Georgia Tech every single game. But it's not though. What kid. does he look like? 
Like, how's the ball coming off his wrist? Not though. How's he processing information and delivering it to the receivers? Is he dropping dimes to Imani Rogers over the left shoulder on the outside? Or is he throwing it behind him like Daniel Dimes did last night in that game against Tampa Bay? That's the sort of stuff that I'm looking at when I'm trying to evaluate the quarterback. I don't care that he's a – I got to say it again. A family guy, Jay. Oh, stop does it, it. Stop it. Does it – He's not, Greg's not here to defend himself. I don't that. care, Greg. I know. Greg McElroy should have said it on my damn show. I know. Oh, he's a family guy, as opposed to other quarterbacks not being family guys. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is when I was in college and we played against Monmouth, I was able to do a lot of things against Monmouth where I walked away looking incredible. Monmouth, Exactly. Now, when I played against Maryland or when I played against Arizona mm-hmm. or Michigan State, when the guy guarding me isn't 6'1", the guy guarding me is 6'4", 6'5", who can run just as fast as me, who has a longer wingspan. I know I didn't struggle because I was the second pick in the draft. But Ooh. I'm saying it's you true. do things a little bit differently, and that's when your game really shows how, like, how you are when you consistently compete against that caliber of competition. Key, let me that's squeeze- what I'm saying. With Trevor Lawrence, we have to wait. Yeah, let me just squeeze this in. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Our members are the mission. Learn more <laughs> at Navy Federal. .org. My was- show. Come on, my <laughs> damn show. I thought it was our show, Key. I thought it was like both of ours. We'll just keep it at your house. Key, now go ahead and point. The, go ahead and point where you want to point. Have the twi- Twitter people, oh, that's why I don't like him. He's arrogant and cocky. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah. We love sports. Yes, Keyshawn pointing. It is Keyshawn J. Will and Do your civic responsibility this morning if you're old enough. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.